Let's do this. All right. Hi, Wille. Hey, what's up, Simon? <laughs> I'm good. Just living that quarantine life. And uh, I actually brought the audience with me. Hello, audience. Uh, this is Wille, one of my most epic friends. Epic. Wille. Yeah, epic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I didn't find any any other uh, other way to describe you. So, um, but you can put yourself in better words than I can do, Villa. Who who the f are you? Um, well, I'm an entrepreneur uh, from Finland. I run a small video production company here in Finland, and um, yeah, I've lived pretty much half my life in Israel but now living in Finland. That's pretty much me. <laughs> <laughs> That's efficient storytelling right there. Having conversations with you is always great fun i almost said almost great fun but i meant always and so that's enough for me to to uh find an excuse to record a podcast uh, to be able to spend some time with you talking but also you yourself have joined from a filmmaking background uh, into the world of podcasting and your project is called Sobermind. I absolutely love it. Thanks. I probably am number one fan. I always listen it to myself and then I go to my wife and then say, hey, you got to listen to this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're the only person that's listening to my podcast. Yeah, I'm that guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but uh, we've met in, in Israel and this is where I've been to that media school that I dropped out after a semester and uh, we became what's this called friends yeah and <laughs> um it's for me for me it's always fascinating to see you work with uh, with a camera i remember that one little shoot that we did for uh moses this oh, yeah. uh, co company in finland yeah that um, shoot was epic and you got the face for the part so you were actually yeah. acting in it and it was just you know phenomenal acting on your part as well yeah i i have to thank the academy and <laughs> no uh, i i mean you know with that clip we uh were wearing masks before it was cool that's like right we, we were so far ahead of our time uh, the link to the video will be in the show notes for everyone that uh, wants to watch this little clip. Um, was was great fun. And for, for me, watching you operating the camera, communicating, explaining your vision, that was always the thing that I'm not really great at uh, when I'm doing my films. Like I'm more the observant, less the communicative person behind the camera. But it, it clearly shows in your work that you have a plan in what you do and you are also super able to to communicate that how how has filmmaking helped you with starting an audio format like a podcast that's a good question um i think probably what comes to mind first is that it um helps me keep the kind of like the uh thread of the story together in some kind of a feasible way you know like I've, i'm used to <clears throat> sort of thinking about structures for formats and that kind of a thing so maybe that plays a part into um yeah. just getting the getting kind of like the structure of the podcast together because it's easier to just think 
think that way already to begin with. Of course, with audio, it feels like, you know, it's easier to go on some kind of tangents, you know, and like kind of go on these rabbit trails that, you know, seem to lead nowhere. And then you got to kind of pull it back. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think for sure it has, it has helped me. What's, what is the first experience that you you made from you know starting the podcast is it as easy as, as you think for for myself like i think i didn't underestimate how much work it actually is but definitely like post-production making sure everything sounds nice and so on um that was a factor that i you know need to make you need to schedule your week and make some time available for that. Otherwise, it's not not gonna uh, gonna happen. How's that for you? Yeah, I think for me the <clears throat> I think for me the problem has been more so just like keeping my thoughts together because I tend to go like I I tend to just lose my head a lot when I'm talking. And yeah. I just go go to a lot of places where I don't mean to go <laughs> during <laughs> during the recording of a podcast, but. <laughs> The thing that helped me uh, a lot was that I actually made around four just sort of like episodes with like random people that wasn't that 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 really wasn't any it didn't have anything to do with sober mind. It was just like yeah. I was talking about some kind of conspiracy theory stuff with one guy, and then I was just <laughs> you didn't invite me to that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have. But like. Um, yeah, we were just kind of like messing around with it at first. And it just helped me to get used to this, just like talking and recording everything. So I think that's definitely a good tip for people who are planning on starting their own podcast. I'm not saying I'm a pro, though, because I'm like still learning. And it's really, really just I'm in the beginning of that whole journey. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're already you're already like a little bit ahead of me even in that, even though I started a bit before you, but, um, but as far as like, the, I, I paid him to say that by the way, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the, all the post-production and everything, it's quite easy actually. Like there's, uh, you're doing it through this Zencaster, which seems to be yes. wor working really well. But, um, I went the kind of like the old school route. We're just using a uh, task cam recorder and we're just recording the tracks separately with my buddy Luke. And then it's sort of like, uh, you just bring those tracks into audition. I'm using audition cause I, I'm just yeah, like in the whole Adobe suite, you know, whatever. <laughs> And uh, there is this like, it's really, they've made it so easy. You just basically just open up a, one of those, those templates that they have and you just like put your tracks on the templates and it'll just like do its magic for you. And you don't really need to think about it too much. <laughs> of course, I tend to like, like tweaking things around a bit more than that. And so I end up usually just uh just playing around with the you know like the eq and all that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah. do you use the the uh, sound templates in audition the what's it called podcast voice template yeah i tried it out for the first time last time and uh i actually used it for our latest episode and it seemed to work really well of course it was doing some really harsh uh compressing and stuff like that so i kind of eased eased those effects quite a bit but yeah i did use it yeah i mean this is the most important part about this this episode that 
you and I are rookies in this field. We have a creative background, let it be photography or filmmaking. Um, but this is a new dimension for us, so to speak, in how we work and how we record and how we create. And so this is intended at everyone that, you know, wants to start something and is struggling or is maybe not even happy with the result to begin with or the numbers uh, of whatever you do creatively when you put it online. Um, this is basically us sharing our story of how we start this and how we've made it a month <laughs> into this project or six weeks uh, at the time of release of this uh, episode. And I think this is something that is not always always talked about, at least not in, in my filter bubble. Um, because sometimes we, we find, uh, let's say, YouTube channels or podcasts that have been around for a while. And when you, let's, let's say, when you go on YouTube and look up PewDiePie, the uh, individual with the most subscribers out there, and, you know, everything is very, very professional. Obviously, it has its own style that's not supposed to look professional, but it actually is. Um, and... Um, if you scroll back through the thousands of things he has uploaded and, and watch the first um, first episode, that is something that, you know, people subscribe because there weren't as many creators out there, but not because it was really good or great at the point where he started. And that's something that I had to learn to be um it's okay to start with something that you're not 100% a master of yet. Uh -huh. and just figure out on the way how it goes learning by doing and stop finding excuses why you can or cannot do certain things under some conditions and i think that's a lesson that i've took me a while to to learn it myself because i always wanted to be like things to be perfect and you know to be the best possible um, and I still have that and I still try to do that, but I also learned it's okay to start um, at something that is good enough for some people, but not maybe not all people. But while you do that, you get better and you grow. And so hopefully does the, does the project. Mm. And the cool thing about making a podcast is that it's <clears throat> actually it's quite easy uh, to get started with it. All you need is basically a, <clears throat> like even an iPhone and just the app. You know, like if you use Anchor or whatever, you can just start recording on that. And it's like uh, the bar has been like it's so much lower than um, starting to make videos, for instance, which a lot of people are, of course, doing that as well. But like, um, you know, vloggers and stuff like that, YouTubers. Yeah. But uh, the bar is set so low that like pretty much anybody can, you know, if you've got a great idea for, you know, just something you want to talk about, then there's most likely going to be an audience for you as well. Um, you know, and it's just like, uh, not only is it e easy to start with it, it's just um, a really cool and fun format. And, you know, it, yeah. it goes places that, you know, videos can't really go, you know? Exactly. Because you're also in videos, you always need to maintain the attention all the time. You need to have a certain uh, every second, every th three seconds a cut, uh, depending on the type of video you're doing so that it's, you know, keeps keeps people watching. 
um, like vlogs and stuff that I made before as well. But podcasts is also, you don't need your eyes for it. You know, it's meant that you do something while you listen to, you know, how many people are uh, taking a dump while listening to this is uh, the percentage might be <laughs> that's not higher. But that explains the superpower of the podcasting format is that you can listen to it on also audiobooks, listen to it, whatever you want to do, and you can do um, be a little bit um, maybe more silly or um, go deeper into topics than you maybe would do if it was a video where you would basically try to not only entertain the ears but also the eyes um, to have an audience glued to what you do. Mm -hmm. And the really amazing thing about it is I love podcasts myself. So I'm listening to a whole bunch of podcasts on, like while I'm running or exercising in, in general or doing anything that just like sort of even dishes, you know, something like so boring like that you can just take take that to a whole nother level <laughs> you know? yeah well, what's your favorite podcast out there well i mean i love this american life it's just an amazing podcast so i'm listening to that and um also i'm listening to of course serial was amazing and shit town was amazing um and then there is a couple of others that have to do sort of with what i'm making i'm making kind of like more of a faith-based uh, podcast myself. So there's a couple of really great ones that I listen to. One of them is called uh, the Bad Christian Podcast. And, <laughs> and then there is a another one that's called Unbelievable, which is just really great debates uh, that are just, you know, like have to do with a bunch of topics of faith and, uh, you know, is God real and is God all powerful? And then there's two different sides arguing that that, and it's just really, uh, really great podcast. Yeah, it's super interesting because you know, faith-based um, content is mostly by those that are super duper enthusiastic about this. But I think for a very long time, people that are struggling with faith or um, that, you know, not everything that they see here reads, you know, works with, with their point of view. That was not, uh, at least for, for my, from my point of view, was not much content out there. And, you know, there's e either this, uh, extreme that everything is great or, uh, you gotta be a straight up atheist, but there are for me was not as not much middle ground so to speak at least in things that you could watch or listen to because you were supposed to um you know either be on the one or the other side and i yeah. think what what you do with sober mind uh speaks for me quite a lot coming from a religious background myself and not buying into every hype uh, or almost none <laughs> that that comes out of this uh, out of this bubble. I feel you, man. Um, yeah, I like you know how how certain um, to describe my how I see my faith. Like you know when you see a certain musician or actor, but they have really the weirdest and strangest fans and. 
it gets difficult to like uh, that person because the fans are so strange. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really want to be associated with them. That's church culture, culture for me, basically. There's definitely a lot of weirdos out there, but, you know, they have something that's probably working for them. So, you know, let them have their fun. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. As long as, uh, you know, everything is... Uh, goes goes the same way but i'm honestly very very happy about knowing people like you that i can relate to with with what you say about um you know on your on your podcast and it's uh very very entertaining even if you're probably not um coming from any any religion or not having any uh, interest in this still for the entertainment value and the banter it's definitely worth listening to <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, go check it out, guys. Now you've heard a whole bunch of good words about it. And, uh... <laughs> and that's the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just try to keep it real. You know, like we we don't pretend that we know like any answers to anything, really. We just like talk about, yeah. you know, and that's basically probably the one of the ap appealing things about it to listen to is that we don't really... There's no pretending. We're just like two dudes just trying to figure shit out, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we might succeed in some things and it's, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with it. You know, we're just trying to like um, come up with topics that are interesting to us and hopefully that is good enough for other people as well. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think coming back to your your uh, fav favorite podcasts there must be something um about this format that when you're basically a consumer of of the medium that you say hey i actually want to want to do that myself because um it's um it's probably the most unfiltered and most honest way that people can express themselves wow like I, I would say so, you know, looking at, I don't know, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, you know, the, the just wide range of people uh, he invites and, you know, everyone, no matter from which ideological background uh, gets to speak and gets treated with respect. And mm -hmm. I do not see that in in news media and legacy media is a new word that I learned instead of mainstream media because... Obviously, the digital something with uh, five million clicks is not really underground or subculture or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think just that you have also basically unlimited time available because you always, you know, as a, if you like the topic and you don't have the time, you just hit pause and continue to an, an, another point. So you really can go into a deep dive in 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 that. And yeah, that's sorry, I totally lost the train of thought talking about getting distracted. That's this is what happens when you're not prepared for an episode, by the way. We literally just started recording without anything. That's what planning. we did last time, and it ended up being I don't know if you listened to it, but it ended up being like a really great episode, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, another thing to be said about like uh, just this whole starting the podcast I, I was just thinking to myself like why did i start it to begin with and that's um you didn't ask that but i'm gonna say anyway <laughs> it's like i had a like a huge just 
um, I would say huge desire to just, you know, like have good conversations about these topics with somebody like a friend of mine. And that's another thing that actually makes it kind of like more uh, flowing well is that I'm actually talking with a good friend of mine who was a great friend of mine already to begin with. So it like that may that adds a whole level of like um, I want to say authenticity to it or like it just feels like laid back and not regular, just like a regular conversation because of that. Um, but yeah, I just I just had a huge desire to just talk about these topics. And I was just thinking, like, what's the best way for me to, <laughs> you know, get those conversations going? And then I had the idea of just starting the podcast. And, you know, I thought that was a great idea because I already consumed so much podcast. And uh, yeah. Uh, what about you? Like, how did how did how did this start for you? Um, I'm listening to podcasts probably since ten years already. Mm-hmm. Um, started from my interest in tech, and you know, I, I, my first podcast that I listened to were German, which um, all was all about Apple and iOS and um, video games. You know the the usual uh, basic tech nerd um, stuff. And then I extended to listening to English speaking podcasts from uh, some were from NPR, but it was a little bit overproduced. I don't know if you can, if that makes sense to you, but like when a podcast sounds like a legit radio show. Yeah. uh, When it sounds too professional, it kind of gets boring because, um, well, I don't know if I agree completely with that because, you know, as I said, Fight me. <laughs> one of the like <laughs> best shows that I, you know, like listen to are very, very well produced. Like This American Life. I don't know if you listen to it at all, but uh, Googling it right now. It's just put together so well and well produced. And I like the host a lot. Ira Glass is awesome. And just like, um, it feels like every story is put together so well. Uh, yeah, I love when it when those when the podcasts are produced really well. Actually, I do love it when there's like a good conversation going as well. But like yeah. when there's good reporting and like good storytelling, whether it be in an audio format or a video format, I love it. Yeah, it's from M- NPR actually. That is yeah. funny, cool. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, I guess why I like these. Um, more, let's say, raw sounding or, you know, more unfiltered, unpolished formats. It's just, it's mostly what I listen to, um, relaxed conversations of people enjoying spending time together. Yeah. And um, I enjoy that a lot, but I do love like things in general, like documentaries or things that really go deep and are approached in a more professional fashion than what we are doing today. Um, but for a podcast, my all-time favorite is uh, the Monday Monday Morning podcast. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of it. It's uh, from from the American stand-up comedian Bill Burr, which for me is the funniest funniest person, um, funniest comedian that I've ever came across. Okay. Uh, the rage, the rage of this guy is something that you know 
Makes me feel understood. <laughs> okay, I have to check it out. <laughs> If a German gonna... says that, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually Irish German uh, from his heritage. So he has like <laughs> the two main ingredients for a lifelong full of anger and rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to check it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, and and you know it's basically this guy sitting in his basement and just talking about his week, and uh, sometimes you hear hear him screaming uh, at the squirrel, <laughs> just <laughs> starting to yell out of nowhere, and um, I don't know, it's it's so entertaining, and he actually has has uh, at least from from what he allows us to to hear um i think his his values are uh, on point with what he says in in the most most parts um obviously his um his comedy is provocative and that's absolutely legit and um what's interesting to see every wednesday Wednesday or Thursday, uh, he releases an episode, and then after that episode, something from like seven to ten years ago plays from the earlier days of the format, and you can see how much more chill he has become, and you know how the comedy and the jokes ha has have changed. So every week you get to listen to a little time capsule, um, which I find really interesting. Coming back to the whole, um, how does it look now, and how did it sound like when it started? Mm -hmm. Well, that will be um, I drive thing for you and I as well, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years down the line, then we can be completely ashamed of ourselves and like, what were we thinking? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and someone will say something, put it out of context and we'll end our careers. I'm absolutely looking forward, uh, forward for that. <laughs> try not to run for president, you know? Yeah, I, I think that job doesn't pay enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like for, for for the awful stuff you have to go through and everyone, you know, like there's in every town you will find a person that absolutely hates you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it depends what country you're the president of, by the way. I'm pretty sure every country has the Germany, um, uh, you know, Merkel got so much hate in the last couple of years. Now everyone is like, no, That's true. That's true. maybe, maybe we could have it worse right now than having a scientist uh, at the, as a head of the country, someone that is able to uh, look at statistics and not get dizzy. <laughs> that, that, that can help. Um, but also like, let, let's look at orange man, you know, like, um, <laughs> the whole orange man bad narrative and he absolutely earned it with many things that he did in, in the US. Um, you know, what can you, how can you live a life after being so in the spotlight for so long and like not everything that everyone is does is good, not everything is bad and just for like making crazy provocative headlines or clickable stories things get so taken out of context so many times mm -hmm. but you gotta do those uh, but, things you gotta be pro provocative and say like outrageous yeah. things to get those likes and get those get people talking about it you know or talking about anything really <laughs> yeah yeah but you know like i just imagine if if i were in these shoes like you made it to the top two 
any country. Uh, and then after that, everyone is like, still knows you because when you are a musician, chances are not everyone in the country knows you. If you are a filmmaker, chances are not everyone knows you. But when you're going into politics and are on top of this for so long and... Um, I feel bad yeah. for every anybody in yeah. politics right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, gotta be careful at your career choices. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna screw it all up somehow. It's just bound uh, to happen. <laughs> talking talking about screwing it up. Uh, how's your film company? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, I already started screwing that up a long time ago. So you know, nothing nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside how uh what are, are you uh what kind of projects are you actually making with your production company well actually like funny that we talk about that because um when this all happened i'm not sure if you meant to <laughs> ask about the whole covid19 and its effect but in any case like um when it all started happening our our kind of like a lot of our jobs that we had lined up sort of got pushed over to the fall. And then we were for a little while kind of just um, sitting on empty, you know, for for a while. And we didn't really have that much of a buffer to, to um, take us through this situation. But then suddenly just uh, sort of gigs started coming our way and, you know, now it looks like um at least up to a certain point we'll probably you know manage <laughs> which is cool um, yeah. so we're not dead yet uh but yeah as for the projects we're doing a couple of like advert um just a couple of advertising campaigns and then um some social media marketing videos at the moment and now uh because of this situation the whole covid uh, 19 we just actually bought a video mixer and we're getting a little bit back into our roots with the whole multi-camera production stuff and uh, live streaming and good all that. days <laughs> yeah the good old days so i mean you gotta adapt to the situation right <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i've i've spoken with uh, a few people in in the short life of, of this podcast about this and the one thing that for me is, you know, so mind blowing is that in our lifetime, we've never experienced, um, and let's just look at the economic perspective of, of this. We've never experienced a crisis like that. And it doesn't matter how much money you have or where you're from in one way or the other, you will get affected by that. And the ones that, you know, survive, um, this, economically are probably the ones that are able to adapt to what now is the demand and what now is um, something that you can sell or create for for others and some other things like my my biggest passion uh racing you know mm -hmm. it's they're they're not really producing anything um really like data for tire development and car development and a lot of these things that we use in our cars now uh, come from a racing background but effectively it's it's like a sport like any other basketball football and so on and 
it's not much that you can do when you can't go racing and um, the budgets that are just sitting there and nothing is happening, you know, it's, it's numbers that make you go dizzy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, with any, any sport, really, it's like, what can you do? You can't like bring it to the virtual environments in any kind of way. It's just like pointless to, you just got to wait yeah. it out. So it's crazy. And the effects that like, not to even talk about just like sports and, you know, like, um, racing and all that, just, you know, restaurants and the, um, production of like, um, materials and stuff like that will also like everything is affected so deeply by this that I, I just, it, I can't even imagine what kind of repercussions it has in the long run. It's yeah. like unfathomable. Uh, I, yeah. Say, um, I'm kind of also excited about the world after this. Like I'm talking about the times when things are recovering and people stay healthy and all of that, um, you know, because it, it feels somewhat, it must feel like a fresh start of something new, you know, society, uh, definitely is already changing, um, from consumer behavior to, I mean, in Finland, it's not really a big thing to pay with cards Uh, in Germany. It is, um, like Germans love their cash and, you know, I still have, in my nine to five life, (laughs) it's not like we Germans never had a government that kind of screw up, uh, screwed up, you know, so (laughs) healthy, not trusting anyone is probably the best for us. Uh, we had that happen twice, didn't work out. And I think we, we maybe we finally learned. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even in Germany now, like contactless and card payments are through the roof uh, by never seen before. Also like e-commerce and all yeah. of that. I, uh, like at this point, why even, why even, um, I, I talked with Prescott uh, about this in, um, the last episode that, um, you know, why even doing retail when you have something like Amazon or pick the brand, whatever you prefer, prefer to buy from, um, when things are just so much more time efficient than going into a store. Um, maybe we finally will have these, uh, fully digital purchasing experiences and, um, you know, being able to get video content for everything you're looking into in a in a good professional manner and not this um Hi, my name is Jim and this is my unboxing video. The cardboard is made of cardboard <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, it's uh, maybe maybe it's um on the long run. And again, I'm just talking about uh, no health and no human suffering perspective of this. Maybe something really great can can happen out of the situation. Well, I see, at least it's interesting to see what will happen. And this whole like, uh, it just feels like there might be this dystopian future waiting for us. You know, that's just going to be so different. Like already, you know, people are definitely going to start behaving different in some kind of way, you know, 
maybe handshakes are a thing of the past. introverts dream no longer having to do handshakes or hugs with people that you barely know <laughs> that's right <laughs> but like i was actually listening today to a podcast um the daily it's by the new york times it's also a very well produced uh, podcast but it's like sort of heavy on the i don't want to say opinion side but it's sort of like you gotta take it with a grain of salt. That's what how I feel about it, anyways. Like, like everything, <laughs> like everything, like everything. But it, any in any case, I was listening to it, and they were kind of talking about this whole like, how is it gonna, how is the future gonna look after this? And there's this, I forget the name of the guy, but he was just predicting the future, and he was just, uh, he just had a really interesting thing to say about it. Um, that maybe you know these people that are immune to the. Uh, uh, COVID-19 that they will actually like start being very desirable employees and you know like they'll be the ones that are doing a whole bunch of good sales and everything and then there's all those people that aren't immune that just have to get stuck being at home and also they kind of like uh, I, I'm not sure if you could call it a thought experiment but they pushed it a bit further to say that maybe um, people will start, you know, sort of uh, inflicting themselves with the virus so that they could potentially also climb up the social ladder and become, you know, these immune people that are a different class from the, you know, like there's the higher class of people that are the immunes. And, you know, it just all sounds so dystopian and just yeah. very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting indeed. I, yeah, I, I'm, I couldn't imagine, you know, you apply for a job or like you pitch, <laughs> you pitch a, a project to a client and you're like, by the way, we are COVID-19 immune. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you we were talking about how maybe, maybe you will have to have some kind of like, a, you know, uh, like a, you know, something that only you can hold maybe on your phone, there will be like a QR code or something like that, that you have to show yeah. that you are actually one of the immunes that nobody that you can't hand to people, you know, mutants. Exactly. This like you have to go to Charles Xavier school for the gifted once you oh. you're resistant to the virus. I love X-Men, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that there's like, um, and we're totally going into bullshit territory here. But could, could, could you imagine that there is um, like a parallel society where, you know, the people that are resistant to or to these these types of viruses and the people that aren't. And it's it looks really, really like an early 2000s science fiction movie. It does feel like a science fiction movie. That's exactly what it feels like. And I can imagine it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, can, it, this can go in, in so many, so many weird directions. I mean, supermarkets in the past months definitely were more like the Hunger Games when it comes to toilet paper or pasta or something like this. Surprisingly, there's to... still toilet paper, you know? <laughs> yeah. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a bunch of people that just have a year's worth of toilet paper stacked in their house and yeah yeah i'm i actually my wife and i we just were on our honeymoon in egypt when all of that started and she teaches uh online 
English to Chinese people. So we already were very conscious about uh, that country in our day-to-day life. You know, you mm-hmm. f- give it more attention to something that is not part of your life, right? So, and I don't know, the beginning of the reporting and also what was on Reddit at that time, um, you know, it's it was also bizarre and outlandish in a way. And people here were still being like, oh, yeah, it's just the flu, bro. It's nothing, nothing really bad. And, you know, it's China. Who cares? Who gives a... And by the time we, we got home, this thing has scaled much, much bigger. And the first thing that we did was, you know, buying enough food so we at least could sustain ourselves for three weeks if whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing is, it's not necessarily the virus, but just being late to the to buying essential things. Yeah, and that, when that's what I wanted to avoid. Yeah, when all the rest of the population kind of kind of like uh, buys into something, you know, then you sort of also have to at the same time. Like, you know, if everybody's going crazy with the toilet paper, like, you know, you start feeling like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to have toilet paper. <laughs> and then you go yeah. and buy some yourself, you know, because you're scared that you don't have um, you don't have a wipeage situation happening. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that COVID-19 is uh, is a hoax made by toilet paper manufacturers? It's a hoax made by somebody. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> Who is benefiting here? I don't know, but <laughs> probably Zoom. <laughs> yeah, Zoom definitely is behind it all. You know, and now they can Fun- sell all the users' passwords on the black market. <laughs> you know, <laughs> funnily yes, enough, that was on the news. I don't know if you caught that, but <laughs> oh yeah, like they have. It's you know when Sony or Yahoo was hacked years ago. It was like the biggest top news story and like will you be ever be able to uh, play PlayStation online again? Is it safe? And Zoom had these kind of breaches daily. Yes, right. <laughs> I almost felt like like every day three or four things popped up and it's like, yeah, now your your uh, all your data is uh, on the on the dark web and people basically can shop your identity just from from using that thing to keep a long story short. Um, it's and no one really seems to care. That's right. <laughs> Everybody's still really, using it. <laughs> That's fascinating. But I I actually came across something super interesting. So a buddy of mine sent me over this university research project that he wanted me to to fill out for someone he knows that did that thing. And um, the question, the first question was, what made your company go digital? The CEO, the CTO or (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19? I saw that too, yeah. (laughs) Uh, which which you know i in germany it's impossible right now to buy a like a video conferencing webcam or any any stuff of of that sort at least on on online shops uh, from what i saw and um everyone now realizes so wait you don't have to do personal meetings for every little thing out there and you actually 
do like a less antique phone call instead and you're still able to see each other and you know like connect in a way mm. who would have thought and also these all of these carrier internet networks are melting down at the moment because everyone is on netflix on zoom does webex and facebook live and so on mm -hmm. and now people finally start to use the internet in the way that these carrier companies have advertised it and now they're like yeah, please, please don't do that because our networks are not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if anything good has come out of this, then maybe it is like a reduction of like pointless meetings or uh, maybe they, those all have transferred over to the web. I don't know, because we don't really hold too many of those. Yeah. But in any case, um, it's sort of like a really interesting time, I feel, to be making a podcast around this time as well, because everything sort of is affected and it's sort of a really cool account of this time, no matter what, you know. Oh, and I, I was thinking like another good thing that has come out of this. I just had this thought today when I went to the grocery store. I don't know if you have these in um, Germany. Probably you do. But just, you know, these people that come at you in the street that are like from, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff. <laughs> I was referring to more like Greenpeace or like people that want the same, the same type of person. <laughs> but you know these people that are selling yeah. you like a better electricity contract or something like that. Yeah. They're all over the place, everywhere. I hate them so much. So now when I go to the grocery store, I'm so happy that I can just go there for the reason of going there and not have to talk to these people. <laughs> yeah, and in case of doubt, if someone still is too close for comfort, you could always be like, <coughs> ah, should have stayed inside. <laughs> <laughs> You'll clear a good like 20 meter radius around you. <laughs> it's a good tactic. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't really get to my attention, but yeah, the, these people exist or like sign this petition for, you know, like making, making this and that, and we totally need to change the world and, and, you know, just this annoying stuff that comes flying at you. Why I don't like to go outside <laughs> that often. Well, if they definitely, you know, sort of got what they wanted. If they wanted to change the world, then the world is changing, you know. And yeah. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> That's right. So, what what is the the things that you've already learned a few episodes in in how stuff resonates? Do you get feedback? And is there anything that you learned and were like, ah, yeah, I should adjust that or um is it just you and your uh, co-host going back and forth about um you know what what should we do how to get better and at, at podcasting how how do you do that well to be honest me and him are just sort of um we're taking a pretty easy approach into this whole podcast business and we're sort of just we just have a whole bunch of topics that we want to talk about so um of course it's getting better like the first episode is definitely way worse than the latest episode um so we're we're definitely learning sorry about that uh we're definitely learning um 
how do we keep it like more concise and more put together and we're learning things like you know uh not everything has to be so you know so much in topic like you can sort of have these little tangents as well and that makes it fun and real you know and um what else are we learning um probably probably just to have more fun with it to be honest like maybe it was a bit a bit more forced in the beginning and our main main challenge actually is just to find the time when both of us can actually sit down in the same room and record it we tried once to kind of record it uh in separate places and that was just like i've uh, seen that was it a soccer field or something and there was like a whole Audio recording, Rick, including uh, what's called tripod uh, setup, or yeah, it was it was a ridiculous <laughs> setup. Like, and we were trying to like, we had a phone connection going, so there was lag also in the phone. Like, there was like, you know what, maybe like a second of lag in the phone call, and like, it was just ridiculous to try to get that working. I mean, we should have done something like what we're doing with you here and with the ZenCaster. But like it's free, by the way, now, at least it was when I when I signed up for the professional plan, but I want to do the audio editing uh, and you can try it for free for everyone that wants to. I, I would definitely recommend this. This looks really good yeah. uh, for us, though, like when we're in the same room and just doing it together, it just uh, doesn't make as much sense. But like for anybody who you know isn't then this is really for good. someone that is actually social distancing unlike you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah well i'm not i'm not too strict about it but i am being like careful with like i'm i'm more so being like respectful for people who are uh dis- socially distancing and i i am too in a lot of ways i just like um Some things I feel like can't be done uh, that way. And so I'm. Yeah. we in Finland, we have this, um, it's not even a law or anything. We just have to have less than 10 people in a space and there has to be like a couple meters of distance between you. And so we're just going going by that basically. Yeah. And my job in any way, uh, in any case, involves a lot of like video shoots during these times. So we're keeping the crew small and we're you know like uh you know we had we had a one we had one shoot where we had 10 people on set so that was like the that was the biggest shoot during this production and we kept it to the maximum amount people amount of people that's sort of like required by or it's sort of like this uh what's the word i'm trying to look for the authorities have said like You should abide by this rule, sort of, uh, but it's not exactly a uh, law or anything. So basically, filmmakers are the unsung heroes of our day and age because you you create content that we are able to watch while we're stuck at home. Has anyone clapped for you yet? Well, I have this hand thing here. I could wave. (laughs) This is for you, Ville. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. But like um what was your original question though? Uh I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh yeah, how how you um what you learned so far and how do you keep improving and if you get any any feedback from from your listeners. 
Yeah. Okay. So the other questions I answered to, and as far as the feedback goes, I try to ask my friends. We aren't we aren't like a huge podcast or anything, so we don't really have much of a following yet. But you yeah. know, there is you know a handful of people I want to say that <laughs> listen to the podcast, and um, I mean, I'm sort of like unfortunately a bit too busy to market it as much as I would like to put effort to it. I think you're doing a really great job about it. Like, um, annoying my friends twice a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, you know, you're doing something that, um, you, you're passionate about and you're putting, you know, you're advertising it. Like you don't really have any other, other means to do it except, you know, paid advertising as well. But like for the time being, you're probably doing, you know exactly everything that I should also be doing and I just don't really have a lot of time on my hands yeah and the truth is I do not have a big platform or anything and I obviously my my goal is to entertain people and maybe make them laugh or make them think or get inspired like all of these things is the the higher authority why I'm doing this and the way I try to promote this format is to talk to the to my my personal heroes um, that I know in in person or to people that I've talked to before, like Timo Bernhardt, the Porsche brand ambassador. And, you know, like they, these people have an audience and a format like a podcast allows them to speak more and go deeper into uh, what they're passionate about and things that you don't hear in TV interviews or radio interviews or... Uh, maybe in written form, but not everyone enjoys reading as much. Um, and, you know, that's that's what I try to do to grow this form and to really talk to people that um, I think are super cool. And then through them, and if they like it, and if they're willing to promote it, then maybe I can find someone that says, hey, I, I like this format. I like how this is going and I would like to subscribe or keep listening to this. That's basically my strategy that I have um, that uh, invite as many people that are able to say something interesting and inspiring. And so far, everyone on here has been. And then through that, I try to bring the quality that is needed for a format like this to stay alive and until then um and by doing that rather i learn myself how to speak better how to stay better focused and you know all of these things so i the responsibility of being interesting is not completely on my shoulders Mm -hmm. and definitely that's a good point that you just made like in conversations in general it's good uh to it's a good skill to learn to try to stay more focused and less distracted on and um you know give the people that you're talking to the the attention that they deserve 
Yeah. One thing I learned, you know, when it comes to structure. So when I'm interviewing a, a person like uh, Gottfried Grasser or Timo Bernhard, which uh, both are big heroes of mine in, in their own uh, respects, I write a list of things, of questions that interest me. Sometimes I reach out to, you know, like these fan forums and want to hear what they want to know because I can't think of everything that sounds great. And I... In the first time, I just used like Word, Microsoft Word to write it down. And the other one was like, hey, it would maybe be more visually more easy for me if I would use Microsoft's to-do app. So once I've uh, asked the question, I click on task completed and it disappears. So it gets less busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Turned out the recording was the recording file was corrupt from my guest. And all of these 50 plus questions that I prepared, I've deleted them. <laughs> <laughs> what, they don't so, stay anywhere? No, they, I, I, you know, I was like, all right, let's, let's not only check them, let's delete these things too. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it really clean, like a real professional does, nothing here to distract you. And then the recording file was corrupt and uh, we had to do it all over again. And so oh, <laughs> this time, no. the uh, second... Uh, second time, that's why it's called Evo, because it's the evolution of <laughs> the first episode uh, that I made. And yeah, he was uh, so kind to actually volunteer one more time to be on the show. And we uh, had a different conversation, but I liked the second recording definitely more because it was less scripted in a way and less jumping from an everlasting long list of things that you wanted to talk about and just very focused on two, yeah, maybe three to four topics in the whole hour. Well, look at how that turned out, man. What do you do? Do you, do you write it on paper or how do you prepare for an episode? Uh, yeah, I just write a, like kind of like a Word document, like you were saying, and I just write um, sort of like some points, like French, you know, like some bullet points that I want to hit. And uh, yeah. then typically like in the conversations that we're having, it go, it just jumps from like the top of the page to the bottom of the page and then to the middle. So um, it's very hard to stay on track of like what things we've talked about already. So, but yeah, I do prepare like some bullet points of what I want to hit, but if I don't like hit all of them, then, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as you've had like a, great conversation you know yeah what um what is for me very very interesting is that you think you write a lot points down you have a lot of ideas of what would be interesting but sometimes you you notice that the conversation flows into a different direction but that's not a bad thing necessarily mm -hmm. um and it's for me you know, I had to learn that not uh, always be able to talk about everything is sometimes okay. You know, that's why you always can invite people again to do a second recording if they had a good time doing that. And um, yeah, you have your co-host that is always there when you record. So uh, different situation for you. Yeah, for sure. This is a whole different ball game. What you're, uh, <laughs> what you're working with over here. You're pretty pretty much alone but there is something cool about it too and you can play off of the you know the um interviewees question questions you know, like their answers i yeah. mean you know and it's just like 
it does feel like a conversation and just if it feels natural to me man good (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i totally forgot what i wanted to say Hang on. That's strike two for you, Simon. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's late. I, I, uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I have a full-time job that I need to do and it consumes a lot of my uh, brain power. <laughs> so um, forgive me that. But yeah, I, I got it now. So what is, you said you have a test cam or like a Zoom uh, audio recorder. Not the conferencing software, but uh, there's actually a hardware company with that name. What do you think is the bare essential that someone should start a podcast with? Do you think like I just downloaded uh, an app like Anchor that I'm distributing over? Mm -hmm. Or would you say it's better to invest, let's say, three, four hundred bucks into a proper audio setup, uh, audio interface, microphones, headphones to make it more enjoyable to listen to? Well, I think, um, you know, as long as the content is there, you know, it's there. It doesn't really matter what you're recording your audio with. You could be doing it through the iPhone and your, you know, like Anchor app or, you know, even the voice memos or whatever, like as long as you're getting like amazing content, does it really matter? But uh, being the person that I am at the same time, I do feel like I want the, I would like the audio to sound really nice and sound like a radio show, you know? So um, if I were, you know, somebody who's thinking about starting a podcast, I would invest in a good mic setup. And there are so many options out there. You could get one, uh, for instance, there's a really good option that Rode, Uh, just put out you just plug it into your iphone or your ipad or your mac and it's usb powered it's just one mic it sounds really good it's uh do you remember the name of it um there was there's there's a couple of those like there's the um but this is when when phones still had headphone jacks the smart love Oh yeah, um, I, was, I wasn't talking about that one exactly, but there's this like sort of like it's sort of like a podcasting mic. It's like a table stand for mobile, huh? For for mobile or I think it's I think it just works with everything basically. It's USB powered, and I think it works with uh-huh. an iPad as well because they you can plug in um, USB powered devices to these uh, to the iPad these days as well. Um, in any case, just get a good mic is the, is the point, yeah. really. Uh, and and, and getting a good it. mic is not as expensive as it might sound, um, depending from where you look at this. But um, a hundred bucks is really worth uh, worth. And I'm using the Rode Pod mic, mm-hmm. which that's what we're really, using as well. Yeah, two of those. I, I, yeah, I bought it after I saw you. You you're using it, and I know Villa knows his stuff. <laughs> so I didn't even look up any reviews. I just ordered it and the uh, table, uh, what is it called? The table uh, mount for it. Yeah, those um, things are so cool too, I think. <laughs> it, it just seems totally noobish. Um, it just seems very quiet, surprisingly. Yeah. I don't know if that's that's for you the case, but uh, I'm... I'm not a pro when it comes to microphones. I know there are different types, but I think this one is probably sounds the best when you're like super, super close to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 
that's what she said. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the microphone you were referring to is called the NT-USB Mini. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, I I bought for my guest because, you know, the first recording wasn't so great and I wanted to make sure the second one, nothing goes wrong. Uh, I, I bought a what's called Blue Yeti okay. microphone, the USB version, small, mm -hmm. uh, small one, and that actually sounded quite quite good too like there are so many options that don't break the bank mm -hmm. and um yeah if you go blue yeti or road or i don't know what other brands are out there i'm, I'm a, big, a big fan big of road <laughs> yeah me too like all my video cameras the sony and even for my um moment uh mobile filmmaking kits i'm using road microphones for everything mm -hmm. yeah there's just nothing to be upset about with those no, and they've got just amazing high-end microphones as well. So, yeah, pay us, Rode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we should definitely be getting some Corona aid. <laughs> definitely, um, cool. So, what is what is something that you want to achieve with your podcast? Is there a, like a bigger goal, a, a personal achievement for it, or are you just enjoying the ride as long as it goes? Well, the whole thing started for me is um, to grow my own personal faith through it. And that is the goal of it, honestly. And so in, in, in that sense, it is sort of a, you know, a, I've been saying it a lot, but like kind of like a selfish thing. <laughs> but like the idea is that, you know, like we get somewhere with our faith through uh, list through through making the doc, uh, the I don't know why I'm saying documentary, but through making the podcast, <laughs> um, yeah. And so that's the goal, and I feel like by talking about like the things that we are experience, experiencing as Christians in this world, and like our whole backgrounds and everything, it does you know do something. It does it has already like worked toward that goal. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, an infinite amount of work to be done, but like, you know, it's, that is it basically. But I do intend on trying to make it like, um, listenable for other people as well. So that we're not just, you know, like, you know, reading the Bible or something like that, that would be pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's where it started, and that's still the goal. Yeah, that's 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 awesome because I think there needs to be something that's rewarding for yourself that increases your own life quality mm. for um, you know dedicating the time and the resources uh, yeah. to do something like this. Um, that's just pretty sweet. Yeah, for for me, um, my my personal goal is to. Um, have I don't know to to make make something that lasts like let's say at least five years. Um, I've never done anything creatively more than five years in a row. So <laughs> I started with uh, music. I started DJing like at thirteen or something, and had my first gig at fourteen in front of the thousand. I people. did not know that. That's pretty cool. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was like before CD DJing was a thing. Like I, I right jumped into it when like the first CD 
MP3 uh, systems came up. And I'm not saying I was particularly great. I achieved something that for me was like, all right, I can retire now. Where's the next hobby? Um, so I'm, I think you know that like I'm super passionate about the music from Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, they're the absolute overlords when it comes to music for me personally. And I actually got to perform with uh, Paul de Homem Christo, which is the little brother of uh, Giman, one of the two guys. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> and he enjoyed <laughs> to, to toot my own horn right here. But um, it's actually a true story. Um, he enjoyed the stuff that I was playing so much that, you know, basically just uh, Paul and uh, my best friend, Tony, uh, were dancing like until nine in the morning or something. I took over like at 3 a.m to basically make clear out, out the space so everyone goes home on the drunk people keep dancing and drinking a little bit more. But yeah, it almost went on until 9 a.m. And um, uh, this guy that also is a, a really great musician um, had a good time listening to the stuff uh, that I do. And then um, I was like, all right, that's it. That's the <laughs> meeting your hero and they actually, you know, don't throw you off the... Uh, off the stage for how foolish and how bad you are that that for me was quite <laughs> quite highlight that's cool man <laughs> i didn't know that that that's really cool actually you know luke the co-host of our podcast he's also a dj <laughs> so but he's still i mean he's still a dj he's like you know yeah. um uh, he's or he's starting out i guess is more correct to say but he's you know doing a bunch of cool things with that yeah. yeah and it's so easy to trash you know people that start uh, popular creative things like djing and um i'm i what i really learned from being in this like it doesn't really matter what other people think as long as you have something that you do that you can improve on and you know find someone that likes it as much as you do that's like the biggest biggest coolest feeling when you do something creatively mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah and next thing was for me photography um i did that like when i was done djing and um you know i didn't want to mega commit to it you know like there are certain things you have to do to really make it like you start to you have to start to produce music or you have to start marketing yourself more um but that wasn't my my goal to do this professional in a way you know it's, it's like many things that i do are passion projects and i just want to figure out um how you know how it works and how you become good at it and once i figure that out uh for myself then i can be like okay um let's jump to photography which then i did for a couple of years i mean i still take pictures but it's no longer my full-time job while doing that uh, i also started filmmaking and i uh filmmaking is definitely one of the more if not the most challenging format for me because there's so many variables that make a video good uh, it's not only the visuals it's not only the topic or the per people on camera it's also the component of time and space with it when it comes like to camera movement and editing and then like i 
admire people that are able to keep working in premiere and not going insane it was like yeah f that i'm 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 gonna become a singer (laughs) well maybe that's your next career path you know (laughs) there's there's, uh absolutely no chance that that's gonna happen but um yeah for for me i definitely want to do something more than just to the level where i figured out yeah i actually am good enough to you know enjoy myself doing what I'm doing and I uh, want to keep this up. We Time will tell how, how it goes. Um, it's it's easy to talk about these things uh, only six weeks into the project, mm-hmm. but um, that it's already has been six weeks. It's absolutely crazy because time flies, especially right now when you don't get much uh, else to do in your life than just uh, staying at home. <laughs> time flies so fast. And um, yeah, I'm very, very interested where where your formats are going and where uh, staying at home takes us. It's definitely a personal challenge to, um, you know, be be a better communicator for me and being a better listener and better at uh, having conversations. Uh, only time will tell how how that works out, but. I'm definitely super excited for every episode uh, that you are releasing with what you do, because besides all the meaningful things that are being said on, 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 on your podcast, just listening to you guys just having a good time together and uh, talking about um, all of these different topics is ent- entertainment value enough for me to keep subscribed on all all platforms that I uh, and always that I listen podcasts to for sure. Num- n- number two favorite podcast for me personally. Oh, right number up. two. We uh, gotta work on ours to get it like higher up on that ladder. But <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, and uh, it means a lot that you are, you know, giving all this positive feedback, and you know, it's just great to have at least that one listener. You know. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure there's more and uh, it will continue to grow. Um, that's a topic that I completely forgot about how to deal with, you know, the numbers going in and maybe not being as great as you hope to be. But um, I guess with everything, it's a marathon. It's never a sprint if if you want to be successful at, at something. And we're just at the start. So we definitely will see how this is going. By the way, um, my wife and I have decided that the first trip that we're doing out of the country after all of this madness is over will be Finland. Oh, come over. We miss you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be will be fun. I can't wait to uh, I've never been to Finland. So I'm, I'm my sister has been when she was young <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, when she was like I don't know, a teenager or something and she spent four weeks over there and uh after meeting you and your your family which has all wonderful people in it i'm definitely excited to see the place um the country of kimi raikunen <laughs> <Ice Man. laughs> yeah the place in finland uh, to you at least yeah, yeah absolutely and it's uh, probably the best representation i i could think of for a country than this guy <laughs> But yeah, hey, come over. We got lots of great things to show you for sure. Awesome. 
until then um, we are staying at home stay productive we will try to push ourselves to our limits and become better at what we do and um, yeah is there anything final last words anything you want to plug anything that you want to be said uh, before we hit the stop recording button uh, I guess uh, thanks for listening see y'all next week no that's my show that I do that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can second that. Um, I definitely probably will cut this out and have as my outro jingle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, that was it. That was episode number six. Thank you so much for listening. Also from my side, uh, please throw all of the feedback, all of the opinions, all of uh, the hateful things, all the wonderful things you have to say. Um, our way and um, yeah let's uh, see how this turns out and where this takes us have a great week and uh, stay healthy out there mm -hmm.